Hey, 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 welcome to Save Your Bacon, <laughs> a device comedy podcast where we think we're helping. My name is Will. My name is Zane, and just to show you guys how much we care, we have these paper masks. Oh no, mine's flying away! Oh, I didn't use enough tape. You opened your window, it's I, too warm in the outdoors. It's flying away like the feather in the Forrest Gump movies. All of them. All the movies about Forrest Gump. Well, we had paper master degrees taped very loosely to our walls. Unfortunately, too loose. It was to show you how professional and self-sufficient we are. We might, I, might need to be a little bit more self-sufficient next time. Yeah, I close my windows so that the street noises don't come in my home. I, op- I, I open my windows so that everything that's outside can come inside. We just want people to live in the moment of our recording. I want everyone to live away. in my house. <laughs> Everybody, it, it kind of a throwback to a couple episodes in case you weren't here before when everybody was around the hearth and Will didn't make enough appetizers Yeah. Um, for that episode. So that was a, a That's why we're at my failure. place now. That's why we're in Zane's yep. apartment now. Try number two. Yep. Welcome in. Welcome in. I know it's cramped. I didn't ask for this. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. <laughs> well, I've got a good opener for you if you want it. Good, because that opener sucked. I'm just kidding. Give me the question. <laughs> okay all right fine um i'm gonna hit you with my strongest boy right off the bat all right so this question comes from reddit user little green trooper and the question is batteries in the fridge <laughs> and the, yeah the description is my parents have kept batteries in the fridge in a crisper drawer my whole life okay. <laughs> they say it makes them last longer is this true or my parents bananas <laughs> I think the the first picture that came to my mind is that this this question asker has never seen a banana in their life yeah. and that their parents actually just keep bananas in in the in the fridge crisper drawer and they tell their kid that they're batteries and that they you should put that in the TV remote when you run out and I just like to imagine, like a you know, like seventeen-year-old kid smashing bananas into a TV remote back. That's what I thought of when I heard, "Or are my parents batteries?" Is kind of what I'm. Or are at my here. parents bananas? Or are my parents batteries? <laughs> I the first time I read this, will be blatantly honest. I thought he was saying by putting batteries in the fridge. The fridge runs longer. Yes, so, that also. That just by the transitive property, yeah. it just flows kind of in a vibey, uh, send my energy your way sort of way. Yeah, it's it's all good vibes with inside the fridge. Uh, within the fridge. Yeah. <laughs> within my refrigerator, it's all good vibes. Because I have 38 AA batteries <laughs> sitting in the crisper. <laughs> they jingle so hard every time I open it. I all right. I've just I've been at your house for five minutes, and I've got to say you you guys have the nicest fridge I've ever met. He's so friendly. He poured me a glass of water before I even asked one. Oh well, that's because we we have about two hundred fifty batteries in just one drawer in there. And <laughs> since then, get enough in that puppy comes to life. I tell you, he actually wrote a play the other day. <laughs> <laughs> A screenplay. He told me he's sending it in to a couple of people he met last week. Incredible. I tell you, the power of 286 AA batteries and the crisper of your 1998 refrigerator. 
Martha, you're a genius. I, I wanted to make a pie, and I didn't know the first thing about it. So I bought the ingredients. I put them in the fridge. I bought 314 <laughs> batteries. I put those in the fridge. <laughs> My fridge pops out just a whole assortment of pies. I now run a pie shop where I don't cook anything. <laughs> Six fr- days later, the, the pie was sitting in the crisper. <laughs> when, when I opened it up, the batteries were gone, and there was a pie. <laughs> it just spat it out on the floor for me. <laughs> Convenient. Up. And then after it hit the floor, I realized I had to do it again, and then at that point, I needed a net just to catch it so it didn't spit it out onto the floor again. I so guess. now I have a pie shop and a pie net store mm-hmm. on Etsy. Uh, yeah, yeah, on Netsy. <laughs> Netsy. <laughs> <laughs> Why is that funny? <laughs> Welcome to my Netsy. <laughs> and we've, we've just invented Netsy, which is only nets. <laughs> well, I kind of want to go and see if the domain for Netsy is still available. Right. It can't be, but... Um, Netsy.com. Gall dang, that is a good it question. It is. It's available. Netsy it is. is available. How'd you... Now, how'd you get that so quick? I typed in Netsy.com, why don't you know? Okay, makes sense. Sounds and then good. it says buy this domain right at the top of the, <laughs> right really? the website. Really? It's that easy? Yeah. I've never tried that. Learn something new every day. Ha-cha-cha. Well, we'll just have to make a purchase soon. Anyways, um, <laughs> shoot, question asker. I'm so glad that you've given us our new, you know, <laughs> robo-mom of 2050. Oh, my goodness. I do like... That he said, this has been happening his whole life. My parents have been putting the batteries in the fridge my whole life. Which means that this man's instinctions are, every time he goes over to a friend's house, he's like, ah, oh, the batteries in this controller died. Here, let me go get some new ones really quick. Sprints Opens over to the, the fridge. fridge. And the yeah, friend's like, time. are you hungry? He said, no. Where are your batteries? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, okay, when I when I heard it initially, I did I was reminiscent of the idea that putting batteries in the fridge actually did make it long like last longer. And that is the craziest thing in my mind when I thought, why is that even remotely reminiscent? Because that can't be true. I'm pretty sure the opposite is true. I'm pretty sure they drain it. It drains it. Yeah, yeah. That's what I would think. Like if you leave your computer in your car for the night like I do four times a week, then your battery drains. It doesn't make it last longer, I'll tell you folks. (laughs) Sorry, HP notebook, whatever it is. I'll just give you a hint right now. Um, When fridges were invented, they were not invented to make everything, everything inside them last longer. (laughs) So maybe that's just the idea. It's like, oh, it preserves. It'll preserve these batteries as well. Also, who keeps half-drained batteries sitting around? (laughs) Because that's the idea that we're peddling right here, is that somebody's like, uh-oh, these are getting 48% battery left on this guy. Better pop it back in the crisper. Back- that doesn't make sense. Oh, no. This will charge it right up. My yeah. fridge is mighty charging abilities. Because <laughs> either you're saying it's charged or you're saying it's getting low, and therefore you need to just make it last a little longer, just boost the juice. You yeah, know? you need that boost juice. Oh my gosh, I'm going to give us an actual question. How does that sound? That sounds wonderful. Because this is an advice comedy podcast where we actually give advice to people who send it to us. I could have um, talked about that question for the rest of the episode. Oh, that could be 50 minutes right there. Yeah. Anyways, um, 
here we are. Here we've 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 arrived. Zane and Will, there is a woodpecker outside my home, huh. and I hate it. He pecks near a window, and whenever I open the window, he flies away. I can't throw rocks because it's two stories up and near a window. How do I kill this woodland creature? <laughs> From really pecking annoying. Thank you. <laughs> any ideas? It's really annoying. How do I kill it? Isn't that a great way to solve any problem? <laughs> Uh, tear gas. Tear gas is the answer. Tear gas is the answer. And let's just say that this tear gas <laughs> is going to go off and then it's not going to last long enough to kill off this woodpecker. Why don't you just try throwing that tear gas in the fridge really quick before you use it? <laughs> no, I promise. <laughs> Boost the juice I of promise, the tear gas. I promise you it'll last a good old lifetime. <laughs> Can you get a extra extra duty sized bag box of mace and put it through your garden hose oh and just God. like poise the garden hose so that it's right where that you know that woodpecker goes yeah, and yeah, then yeah. the moment you just turn turn the nozzle the air compressor of mace and just spray that bugger good <laughs> i mean there are easier the ways it's more of a home ways. alone sort of situation i think solution but now woodpeckers woodpeckers gotta love pecking at trees they get they get off on that stuff so what I'm thinking is you need a decoy tree, a tree koi, if, if I'm being honest. No, it's pecking at the house, Zane. It's pecking it, at the house? Yeah, they do that. What they a, do that at... What a okay. dumb animal. So he, <laughs> here's your idea. <laughs> There's your advice. Um, can you replace all the wood in your home with stone? With... Can you replace it all with flagstone and cinder blocks? Can I tell you why so that's that a bad idea? there is nothing to peck. Why? Because you're about to help woodpeckers evolve in, in, into weapons of mass destruction, my friend. Yeah, it won't notice, and it'll just start pecking, and it'll gain a steel beak that they're just gonna, crushes through your They're going to evolve no and what. adapt yeah. so that they can peck through stone, and that day will be horrifying. Or it'll bust its schnoz. That's the idea. <laughs> I mean, I'm, one or the other. It's it's literally one or the other, right? It's either a busted schnoz, or you've or created evolution. a new breed of evolution. <laughs> They will no longer be called woodpeckers. <laughs> That's you will have changed the stone literal pecker. name of them. Now that then, sounds very different. A stone stonepecker has a weird sort of vibe to it. Stonepecker feels like a 1920s verb that is uh, something that we should avoid using ever again. <laughs> yeah. No. Really? Is it something? You know, <laughs> I no, something? No, no, I have no idea. It, it just, just sounds, sounds like it. Okay, like we're it. in agreement. Sounds good. Okay, so no more stonepeckers. Goodbye. Out the window. Goodbye, stonepecker. I'll throw it out Zane's open window. Yeah, okay, towards so... the woodpecker. <laughs> hey, you, hey, everybody, since you're sitting in Zane's bedroom yeah. with the rest of us, could you all just pass along this stonepecker and th- toss it right out the window? Because we want to be we want to be gentle with it until it gets to the window. Then it's not our problem anymore. Yes, yes. What kind of traps could we set? What sort of contraptions what and kind booby of traps? Tom and we... Jerry esque episodic adventures could we go on with yeah, this woodpecker? We could hang an anvil on a pulley system. Yes. So that the moment it gets tapped, it's <gasps> just enough of a shake to just drop the anvil right on the woodpecker's noggin. Just make just make set up exactly where it keeps pecking. You can probably see the dents. Set up a rope. And let it just peck its way at the rope until it uh, it snaps the rope that releases the oh, anvil onto it. my word. That is genius. You put the rope right in that hole of its and paint it siding color. And it pe- pecks right through the rope until it drops the anvil. I, or like a hammer to just go right on it. You remember way back when I brought up what a Rube Goldberg machine is? You remember what those are? 
like that the was game eons ago literally eons ago the game mousetrap where uh, yes, essentially it's a whole yes. method of things that are happening to get to one go- end game uh correct what you're gonna do here you're gonna set up one of those rube goldberg machines for your little oh, friend no. woody the pecker and <laughs> it's gonna take as soon as he starts knocking at that house that's what i was called in high school do you know that what woody the pecker woody the pecker what about that that was my high school nickname that's not good, Will. <laughs> it's better than Jufro, Zane, all right? <laughs> Is it? <laughs> <laughs> You're going to take this Rogover machine where the vibrations of the house are going to start the whole process, right? Set up whatever you want. Um, the ironic part is a lot of people usually use one of those woodpecker dippers halfway through the Rube Goldberg machine. Mm. You, if you want, and maybe if you've got a second woodpecker problem, you could just set it up there. <laughs> wherever Love you that want. classic comedy. It's thick. <clears throat> now, there are things like uh, dominoes are going to be falling over. Uh, pool balls are going to be moving. A fan's going to blow a balloon to like one end. Buckets of water are going to change the shift in weight, etc., etc. Then you get to the end, and it's just going to pull the trigger on a gun that's just going to shoot that woman. <laughs> <laughs> go right through the window and cause a ton of damage too. <laughs> he didn't line up the he didn't line up the gun quite right. He just shot a hole into the window. <laughs> Woodpecker's unfazed. He's still going at it. Now he's actually inside, pecking at the inside of the wall, and it's worse. Yeah, it it missed, and then he just flies inside. Starts pecking at the bonsai tree you're growing in the corner. <laughs> and then, as you okay. lay on the ground around the scattered glass, you look at the woodpecker, and he looks at you with the eyes of, "I know what you just tried to do. I ain't leaving." <laughs> Gosh. And now you have to befriend him. Now you have to just live with him. Now he's just bad roommate. Yeah. Don't get a gun. Make this contraption. Yeah. With don't... an already <laughs> with an already pre made gun contraption yeah. sort of idea. Yeah. Oh my gosh, Shane, <laughs> give me a question. You got it. This question comes from Reddit user Sad Cicada. And this question is <laughs> this question is could you just leave someone one dollar in your will? Oh man! The re- the answer is yes. The I mean, <laughs> the answer is probably yes. You'd upset a couple people. Um, but the, the will will I want to say Will Meister is that correct? The Will Meister. All right, yeah. It's probably the guy who sets up the will. The for Will Meister. Yeah, the will conductor. Yeah. All aboard. <laughs> Will's will. Um, man, I think you could probably leave $1 to a lot of people just to stick it to them. You know, you got that really rude nephew that really thinks he deserves it and bothers you about it every other weekend. And say, hey, you're dying soon, correct? <laughs> and that's true, is it not? I read the news. Um, I saw I a headline the that said you might pass soon. <laughs> the stars are aligning and your passing is coming near uncle are you passing as the stars indicate and you (laughs) send him one dollar in the will to stick it to the kid for being so smart with so many large words in his astrology uh major um and yeah i think you can do that i think you can give him a dollar absolutely i think the real advice here is if you want to go out um giving a dollar to somebody think about what else you can say in your will 
Like, you know that they're going to have to read that stuff out loud to people, right? You know that you you have literally Dude, you have free will to write whatever you want oh, and one. have them read it out loud. <laughs> like, you could force them to say, um, and to the dog, I leave my entire house because what a good boy. <laughs> And the funniest one who never stared stabbed me in my freaking back. <laughs> the funniest part of the whole Leopold, thing is that my border collie is that after the joke has landed, it's also contractually binding, so people can't just be like, <laughs> "But who does he really leave the house to?" And then the will no, that's what it says. The will reader is just be like his dog. Meister. Yeah, <laughs> the willmeister, the dog owns the house now, guys. Like you don't own the house anymore. <laughs> is that how cats become mayor? You probably is it one mayor dies and puts the the, the town key in Please. the in the cat's hands. My cat knows everything about this city. I've said everything that he needs to know to him. He knows exactly what to do. <laughs> yeah, I've seen ducks, teacup pigs, dogs, and cats all as mayors of different towns, and I think it's all from dying mayors. Yeah, probably. Why not? Yeah. Dying mayors always love to give stuff to their cats. And this mayor yeah. gives the key to the city to Sprinkles? What? <laughs> well, Sprinkles, come up on the sprinkles, stage, please. Sprinkles, Sprinkles, get back here. Get back here. Spr- sprinkles, Sprinkles, you own the town. Sprints off with the key to the city in his mouth. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> we lost this, uh, the new mayor. <laughs> That's terrible. <laughs> what did the cat put in his will for who goes to next? Do you, do you, okay, idea. If if something goes to the dog, let's say I leave my whole house to to you know Fredward, my um, my dog. Yes. Um, and do you make a will for the dog to see where where the house goes next? Absolutely, I would say absolutely. But also, the dog is allowed to make revisions. <laughs> <laughs> Who makes the decisions for the dog? If the dog was the, the do- owner's, the dog. does the dog go away? Or is it then they have to fight for who has the dog, sort of like, uh, like Gary with the with the cookie in the with the Patrick's pocket sort of way of just like oh whoever my God. he goes to. Only first, liked you know? him for the shorts type of deal. I only you only liked him for the shorts. I think yeah. you got to set it up with some kind of method of like read this out loud to my dog. If my dog reacts this way, do this. If they react oh, this way, do word. this. Like if my That's dog so smart. when you <laughs> when you say we'll give. Uh, half of this house to um, my grandchildren. If my dog barks, cut that out of the will immediately. And you just have like 36,000 different reports for if they do this, then do this. It's like a choose your own yeah. path sort if of my, game. If yeah. my dog pees on everything in the house, give it to my sister. <laughs> yeah. Otherwise, do not. Do not pass go. Do not collect $200. Sorry, Stacy. It's like a bigger, it's like a bigger F you of like, if the dog yeah. ruins the house, then give it to someone that you hate. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, you can do whatever you want. Dollar to everybody. And you could just be like, I give a dollar to Mahatma Gandhi. And they'll be like, well, he's dead. He's like, I'm still giving him a dollar. <laughs> okay, we put it towards his foundation. Yeah, I think that I, I immediately thought of the idea of if you were an eccentric billionaire who had $7 billion, you could give one, you could put in your will $1 to everybody. Every human being, yeah. Every human being who is currently living. So if you're born after the time of his death, you're you're out of luck. But yeah. otherwise, you're going to get a fat $1 check. 
Ooh. And they have to be made on check paper, like those big cardboard The checks ones. that cost more than a dollar to make? Yes, yeah. exactly. Yep. They cost more than $1 yep. to make, yep. and they're all checks for $1. Perfect. Um, and it's all through a really obscure bank that like gives you a fee of more than $1 to deposit. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's the caveat. That's it's the a... ultimate screw you to the entire world as an eccentric billionaire. It's all You actually gave away all of your money, but nobody in the world can cash it. Or if they do, they're, net, they're, they're at a net loss. Yeah. I like that. That's I, good. I lost money because Bill Gates died. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Are you sad Bill Gates died? No, he stole a no, dollar from me. No, he sent me money. It was really thoughtful. <laughs> and I lost from it. Yeah, that's too bad. Bill Gates, that would be a perfect ending to your life. Not that you're, not that, I mean, I'm not predicting. That would be really weird, wouldn't it? If we said something like that, something cryptic, like, that'd be a good end to your life, Bill. And then, and then, like, within the next week before our next, like, episode comes up, Bill dies. I'm just playing with your brain, William. <laughs> Should we make a prediction like that? Hurry, you do one. All right. One. My prediction Who's... is that um, in 10 years, stardust will be the only thing people eat. Okay. That was a different direction than originally imagined. <laughs> <laughs> My prediction is that um, Haley Steinfeld will not win any acting awards for her performance in Bumblebee just saying it right now all right all right you all want right. Some, you want something more down to earth um i predict other than more than that. yeah okay all right. there are a couple things more down to earth than <laughs> eating stardust something all right all right cool i predict that um uh within the next five years uh there will be a version of the nfl in which they're at the same time uh dancing competitively all right you heard it here, folks. It'll be the DDR of NFL. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> I like that. That's a that's a good addition. Uh, you heard it here first. Okay, cool. Uh, are you ready for me? I'm absolutely ready for you. Is it my turn? Yes. I'll do it. Okay, Sierra Dvorak asks, "How do I get more money?" <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, have I got an answer for you? <laughs> That's the whole question. Thank you, Sierra. <laughs> How do I get more money? Oh, my God. <laughs> Just don't exist when Bill Gates dies, and you will have yeah. more money than you expect. Yeah. No, I think this is the right question to be asking to uh, early 20s males who um, don't have do jobs. Not, don't have, Yeah. Well, I have a job. Well, I, I, do, job. I do too, but not a real one, according to my parents. Yeah, not a real one according to me either. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm talking about mine. I'm not talking about yours. I'm about you. I think you have a real job. Sorry, that came out <laughs> improperly. I think that you have a job as a video editor in the same way that I have a job as a piano teacher, you know, teaching my five hours a week. That's cool. See, I, no, I <laughs> Did wish... you not know that? No, I knew that you tuned pianos and I wanted to do that. I didn't know you taught piano. I do. More than I tune pianos. Tuning pianos is scary. Really? What? Can, yeah. Oh, just because the strings could. Yeah, I've, I've, I, well, I, I deal with old pianos, and so there has not. There, there's been one one piano over the age of 100 that I dealt with that that hasn't had a string break when I tune it, and so I'm learning how to prevent that more and more. But it's 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 uh yeah it's hard. Yeah. It's really hard, and you don't want to mess up. 
um, because you're on the clock. But anyways, um, real job in my eyes. Um, no, nah, not really. It's it's just to get by until I graduate. Um, but yeah, you've come to the right place. Yeah. How do you get more money? Uh, let's see. Uh, you could sell your plasma. You That's could. A I found out that I knew I, somebody that did that like every two weeks. Now that sounds dangerous. There, I hear. Uh, I hear it's super painful. Um, yeah. Uh, you. I found out just this week. You cannot sell your male reproductive organs for cash. I thought you could, and I thought you get a good chunk of change. And I was like, mm, I could adopt. Here, so let me just check my watch really quick and uh, reminisce in the time that I, I realized that something had to happen for you to have that question on your mind. Um, what? Yeah. So, uh, what brought that question to mind the first time? Of like, <laughs> mm, I uh, wonder how much well, would I make? Uh, would I, I make a pretty penny? Friends. Well, well, Zane. Yeah. Zane. Yeah. Uh, no, no. It was it was a normal conversation. I'm pretty sure it is normal as you have with you know close friends. Who you can talk about you know how much. I think it was the idea of how much are my balls worth yeah. sort of thing. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. And then we got on the idea of can I sell that? Can you sell like a kidney? I have two of them. I can do fine without one. I can do fine without two. Personally, I can do I've fine, been on this idea. Yeah. I've been on this idea the last couple years, Zane. That um, and everybody else in Zane's apartment right now. Yes. That. Um, we're close enough. I can say this mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. that I don't really need to have kids, and that I can just adopt, and that I'd be fine as long as it's you know at least eh, twenty grand. I do it for twenty grand. Oh, you get paid both. twenty grand, or as long as the kids worth twenty? Grand? No, no, get paid, get paid twenty <laughs> grand. I would, I would, I would do it for twenty grand. I think I cannot settle for a cheap kid. <laughs> <laughs> If I pay less than twenty grand for this child, I'm not keeping. Can I just say how I've never had this this question pop into my head, but I love this conversation. Oh, what a sweet child you have! And you say thanks. Uh, we how actually, much did it cost? We adopted him, and they say, "Oh, how much did you pay?" Like, <laughs> I've never thought that out. Do well, people get that question? Well, you don't really you you don't pay in a in a first hand sort of like here's the baby now give me my eight thousand dollars like that's not how that works, but I think it does you have to cost it, it costs to get the whole process to go through it's more yeah. of a cost of time I'm pretty sure we've we've um known people that have gotten adopted kids yeah it is, yes. it's really it's just like months of of process years sometimes yeah. yes um yeah you could adopt that's a good way to make money. That's very true. I'm just kidding. That's no, not a good way to No, make yeah, money. no. Child labor works all the time. I don't know what you're talking about, Will. Yeah, no, yeah. Keep that in mind. Um, get for, yeah, I just get like a, adopt a 14-year-old kid from another country and don't tell him that, you know, the law practices are any different and then just put him in your basement sweatshop. Uh, that would do. Yeah. I learned – here's another really good way to make money. I learned that there's a terribly terrible uh, Instagram page that reposts memes that other people have made, like, already – they just repost them. Mm-hmm. Every time that they post one, they make seventy five thousand dollars. You're you're kidding. So be a social media influencer. Not at Wait, all. Wait, you're kidding. Seventy five thousand dollars. Yes. Social now why? social media influencers are crazy. As soon as you've got advertisers, you're set for life. Why do you think the Kardashians are famous? Now what? That's literally what they do, man. Now what? That's what they. No, no, I'm, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not questioning the Kardashians yeah. like gain the fame. I'm just saying like seventy five thousand dollars for an Instagram picture for that person. Yeah, 
some people just make money like that it's it's all about how much people click on the ad or how much people like the posts and things like that and for some reason it just piles up coins for those people so social media influencer is a legitimate yeah. move as long as you the reason i don't do it is because i would hate myself for doing it because it's yeah. just it's lying to other people uh and cheating them out of uh creative original stuff and just being unoriginal and using other people's ideas and so i can't do it uh, I'll, I'll tell you what though zane i felt uh i felt a lot worse for a lot less money <laughs> I've hated myself for less than seventy-five thousand. I did. I did hate myself for thinking that Bill Gates would be a respectable man. And then he goes and dies and takes money from me. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. That co- that cost me to hate myself for that one. You yeah. know what? Yeah. I paid to hate myself <clears throat> for that one. Oh my God! I just realized. Take your wallet, right? However much money it's got in it. Easiest mm-hmm. way to double it. Throw that bad boy Within in the half. fridge real quick. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> it's gonna, it's just yeah. gonna, it's gonna bring it back. Unless for some reason, um, in our FAQ section that we have on our website, uh, which doesn't exist, if you throw your wallet <laughs> in your fridge and you open it next couple days and it's turned into a lot of batteries, uh, we'll help you, mm. we'll help you out with that because that's not supposed to happen. Yeah. That also means that your fridge you- is pretty angry at you, and we gotta talk that out. Also, throwing money into your fridge is how ATMs are born. It yeah. just takes some time. If you if you it's keep a, if you keep a hundred dollars in your fridge for a month, it will turn into an ATM and will be filled with more money than you could ever dream of. And that's yeah, that's one of the easiest ways to make money. It's a cool internal bionicle sort of system, and then on the last day, it just sort of flowers out this beautiful ATM front and just lets you insert money into it and spit it out whenever you please. Um, also, every now and then it spits out a battery to remind you where it came from. <laughs> yeah, just of its roots, just to bring you back to the old stuff, bring you back to whence it came. Um, just as a reminder, there's a there's a separate little slot because it's not money sized. It's just a little hole in in, in the FAQ says, you know, little section of our website. It does also ask. What is the extra little hole on the left for? And said, "Oh, that's for the batteries." That's where the batteries. And they say, "Oh, that's I, where it spits to, out half used." Do I have to bring my own batteries? They say, "No, no, that's where it gives you the batteries." <laughs> Every sometimes it's it's a it's a luck of the draw, really. Yeah. Uh, whether whether you get a battery that's a little under halfway charged, juiced up, um, <laughs> so you can bring home. If you bring it back, you get a discount on your next transaction fee. So, um, yeah, that's all I got. So, the juice ran dry. Yeah, build, I've, I've said juice a lot. Build your ATM, get that battery, then go cash the Bill Gates check. You'll get the reduced fee, which will allow you to maybe make money off the Bill Gates check. All of a sudden, boom, you've made a couple more cents. Hope we helped. Uh, Hope we well, helped. That's how you make your money. Will, you Zane, want another question? question? Yeah. Yeah, I do. I got you. All right. <clears throat> this is a beautiful question. comes from Reddit user Deal Closer Sunly. And the question is, interrupt me already, please. I'm waiting for oh, it. Oh, I want to wait for you to do it more. I want to do it more so it would be a cliffhanger so that people would hang around this during is, the middle stuff. Hey, guys, we're at the middle cool. stuff. What's up? Hey, welcome to the middle stuff. Me and Zane have been riffing a little bit off the idea that I normally interrupt him. That's a cool and quirky little uh, post we do. Yeah. So, um, hey, I wanted to let you know that you guys should check us out, if you haven't already, in some of the other social media accounts. 
um, and ways that we deliver these podcasts. You're either here probably on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or YouTube. If you're not, let us know. That'd be weird if you found us somewhere else. But um, while you're there, give us a rate or review. Give us a, a comment or uh, download our stuff. That's how we usually can tell how, how well we get traffic. It's kind of hard to tell how many listens but when people download and save episodes for later it's like oh ooh, there they are mm-hmm. um and we see those numbers going up we've been seeing those numbers going up recently and that's a really cool thing we've we've seen this steady influx for the show and that is the dopest thing ever uh, we continue to just like be blown away by um the support and interaction that we get from all of our people so um keep that up yeah, if I mean, this whole show runs on you guys. So if you want to send us any questions at all, advice, topics, whatever, whether you came up with it originally or you found it, whatever you want to send it to us, you can send it to us at saveyourbaconpodcast at gmail.com. That is saveyourbaconpodcast at gmail.com. Also, we have a Twitter and an Instagram that we use lightly because we're both very busy. Um, both of them are at Zane and Will, um, you can use hashtags save your bacon, hashtags Zane and Will, so that when we're on those, we can see them, uh, find them a lot easier. You can DM us. Honestly, again, the email is the by far the easiest way for us to see and get your questions. Um, but we appreciate everything. We want this to keep growing as much as it possibly can, and all of that happens through word of mouth, and that's all thanks to you guys. Well, we don't want it getting too big, Zane. No, that would be horrible. That would be it. Would be terrible if 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 we were the if we were bigger than sliced bread, the world would not exist comfortably. Yeah, save your bacon. The best thing, uh, right after sliced bread. If yeah, they would have to make monopoly laws off of us if we got too popular. Yeah, and that would be uh, catastrophic. Uh, yeah, Zane. Okay, I want you to give me a question now. All right, this question for real. This question again comes from Deal Closer Sunley. And the question is, can a domesticated hamster survive if released in a suburban setting? If it's domesticated, I would think so. Yeah? Um, I think that's the qualifier there. Picture this in your head. Okay. Mm-hmm. You, go, you walk outside, and uh, you open a hamster ball, and you let the hamster out, and the hamster gets up on its two feet and just walks about the city. Um, will it survive... <laughs> Will it survive? I mean, like, emotionally or what? Like, like, just picture Stuart Little. Like, just imagine this hamster. Stuart Little thrived, thank you very yeah, much. Yeah, this book, I'm talking like, is this, this, is this hamster going to buy its own house? Buy its own clothes? Groceries? Like, is it, okay. how well is it surviving I, on its own? I think it's important that we first define uh, what we're talking about when we say domesticated. So I googled quick the definition of domesticated, and uh, definition number three says, um, especially of a man fond of home life and housework. So um, I think this is applicable in this area. If it's a man mouse, it, this means that it's fond of home life and housework, and will probably do decently. I think that's what women It'll are build its own house, for. probably. I think, yeah, I think the gerbil or whatever it is could probably find a... Well, it's a hamster. Find, Don't put it in a, a ham- box. Okay, you're right. <laughs> Don't put it in a cage or a uh, ball. with, like, tubes and wheels. Um, I think that this hamster could probably find a woman off of those qualities alone. Being fond of home life and housework is usually pretty attractive in this yeah. day and age. Um, and we can see how that would just translate and to be able to survive. And so, in the question of 
Will it do well? Uh, yeah, it'll do just fine. Thank you very much. Let's think of what hamsters and and uh, those kind of creatures know how to do already. All right, we know that thanks to Stuart Little, we know that they can sustain life on their own if need be, whether domesticated or not. But domesticated. Now hold on. Yeah. Let's, let's pause. Have yeah? you ever seen a hamster in the wild? <laughs> When was the last time you saw you said try doing well on their own? You said doing well on their own. They can survive without us. Now Zane, when was the last time I was outside me, and said, when, no. "Oh, there's a hamster"? <laughs> Watch out for the for the large population of wild hamsters. <laughs> if you have want, you, if no. you want a real answer, have I ever seen a hamster in in the wild? I don't know if that exists. Uh, but we're talking the suburbs, I know, you, and you I don't live in the suburbs, so I don't know, Will. <laughs> is the suburbs, if it's outdoors, still the wild for a hamster? <sighs> if I was in the suburbs, I think that I would see a lot of hamsters. Well, no, I wouldn't see a lot of hamsters because they would have Only built houses, and they'd be inside living their own lives. They're not... They're not savages, you prick. Yeah, they yeah. only go out when they need to. They don't need to live off the grass or anything. They've Just got like jobs. Who, who, <laughs> yeah, who hasn't remembered the last time they were outside? <laughs> they know. All right. Today, <laughs> today I walked six blocks instead of driving, and I congratulated myself with food. Good. Good. <laughs> Good. <laughs> That's real. <laughs> In this scenario, this hamster is going to be able to build its house, run its house well. Domesticated knows how to do this. Thanks to Ratatouille, we know it's going to be able to sustain food and cook for itself and its guests. Uh, The one thing I have not figured out logistically yet is, does this hamster have its human neighbors over for dinner and cook for them? Uh, How big is the house that it has built? Has it built hamster house? Has it built human house? It's a fan of home life and housework. Of course, it has its neighbor over. It's not a complete dillweed. But did it did it build hamster sized house <laughs> or did it build human sized house? It built whatever it needed to. If it knew that it was inviting over neighbors, it'd clearly make a you know a guest house that's thirteen thousand times the size. <laughs> <laughs> has any has any neighbor in this situation now? We're talking. This domesticated hamster is going to need to know how to survive when. Uh, their neighbors come trotting on over, accidentally step mm-hmm. on the hamster house, and they say, oh my god, I'm so sorry. This hamster is going to need to know how to say, oh, it's no problem, I'm actually domesticated. I love rebuilding my house when this happens. No problem yeah. at all. Yeah. So we need a hamster I mean, that's going to be ready for the task of building his house over and over again. It's a fan of home life. I would define home life as... Broadly speaking, you know, construction, rebuilding your home, that mm-hmm. sort of thing. I mean, I also don't think that if I had my choice as a hamster, my home would be hamster cage sized. Does that make sense? I mean, like, we it do it sense. because it's like, oh, I got 40 bucks. What can I get? You know, and you get the $20 thing with one wheel and, and plastic walls. But, I mean, like, if I was a domesticated hamster who had a freaking living, I would make my home... Uh, hamster kingdom right there that's all i'm saying very it would not be small it would not be cheap it would not be made of plastic no very very fair very very fair because you know what if you can take care of yourself treat yourself at the same time um 
I have just looked up hamster movies and uh, was reminded of the movie G Force. Uh, oh my word! Gerbil force, which was yes, which are all those yes, the hamsters, guinea pigs, gerbils, uh, and they were basically uh, agents. Um, now we've learned that even if this hamster is going through some tough times, uh, it knows how to handle drastic measures. It knows what what steps to take. Let's say hurricane coming into town. Ooh boy, gonna sweep that hamster house dead off its feet. Uh. This hamster, which we will now name, uh, Ham, Ham, Hammy, Hans, Han, Hans, Hansel and Gretel, Hans. uh, Hansel, it's a long name, it's a family name, Hansel the Hamster is, gonna, <laughs> is gonna know exactly what to do, he's gonna run around and he's gonna start pinning it to the ground with sharp precision needles that you use for tents, and he's gonna know how to not let his house blow away. And sure enough, it probably still will, but at least he knew what steps to take. Yeah, that's some deep lore we've created. I'm very glad for this. Did you know that Hansel uh, actually uh, works for Facebook? Now we've created more lore. What do we do? Oh, no. Okay. (laughs) I think think the proper protocol is moving on. (laughs) All right. The answer is yes, by the way. It will survive. Okay, sounds good. Sounds good. I met a person recently who, when I went to shake their hand as an introduction, they politely declined, saying, I'm too staticky, so I don't want to hurt you. (laughs) How do I take this sage virtue and apply it to the other areas of my life? Also, what can I do to avoid people thinking I'm too weak to handle being shocked? (laughs) I'm simply shocking. Thank you. The question is, were you shocked to see this happen? No, because they they kept their distance in theory. All right. Well, have you also asked your friend if they are indeed static shock? This is a very important question. All right. Get your giggles out. (laughs) Keep going. Line them up. Let's go. Just rip them out. This is a serious question, Will. I don't know why you're taking it so so calmly. If the friend is static shock, you've just discovered something that's big, big news. Um, you can't shake, have you ever been able to shake your friends, think about it, ever shake their hand before? Ever been able to, uh, sit near them? Every time they walk into a room, they constantly rub in their socks on the carpet because they have to keep emitting electricity, otherwise they'll die? These are very important things to know. Who is Static Shock, Zane? He's a superhero. He's a from su- Sky High? From like, what is this? No, from, like, uh, it was on the WB <laughs> channel. And he, was this, he was this cool black kid joking? that no, flew around in his flying saucer and he had electric powers. <laughs> and he was amazing. Um, and my roommate wants to make a film Wait, about him. Wait, he flew him, around in a flying saucer? Like a, like a little saucer pad. I don't know how to, what else to call it. Like it was just like, like, a, a, like a round surfboard. Yeah, it was basically just okay. like a round surfboard. And I think it was supposed to be his consistent conductor. Um, oh. Uh, it was genius. Intriguing. <laughs> this is a, it was a fascinating film. Um, <clears throat> now... Very important because if your friend is static shock, you gonna you got so much more to worry about than just are you gonna get shocked. You gotta fear for your life, man. All those villains, <laughs> you're like Mary Jane in Spider Man now. Everyone's gonna come for you, whether or not you're around him. Except yeah, except instead of putting your hand out and it getting stuck on her hair, it's going to uh, electrocute the woman the moment you touch them. Have an intimate moment, and you might kill the girl. Um, she won't be home by ten. Sorry, Dad. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> All 
I imagine. Wait, how did he call him? Because he had to pick up this electronic device, uh, which wouldn't the wouldn't the electricity um, mess up the battery within the phone? Within the refrigerator. Oh um, yeah, yeah, because the phone's been in the refrigerator this whole time to make sure that it's fully charged. Yeah, okay, let's remember that the, the origin of this question is how do I take this sage virtue and apply it to other areas of my life? So I'm pretty sure they're saying, how do I take this to avoid having to do other formalities in life? Okay. Like, how do I take this and make it so that I don't have to talk to my in-laws or something something real, real fun? Um, how do I do it to get out of class? How do I say... I'm sorry, I can't come to class. I'm afraid my the, my gas canister within my car will explode because of the amount of static shock I might be putting into the car upon starting it. And that's how you subliminally tell them that you're static shock is by saying and static that shock. It's you got to give them the messages somehow. You signed the contract in blood yeah. to tell you wouldn't you wouldn't tell anybody your identity, but you drop the breadcrumbs everywhere you go. Um, I'm sorry, I. I have to skip class i have to i'm a tv repairman i gotta go fix a tv at someone's house because they're uh they're shocked by all of the static on the tv i'm static shock and i gotta fix I'm static shock and i oh wait what <laughs> did this send out and, my uh, bad that was a rough there's draft evil afoot, uh, on this tv and i gotta bring it to justice and uh static shock out uh, by my name is i'm your classmate and i'm uh, not a superhero <laughs> And, and, Sorry, uh, weird email. <laughs> Typing all of this out. <laughs> Follow up. Sorry, got hacked. <laughs> we'll be in class. <laughs> we'll be in class. And Apologies. Follow up question. I'm uh, sorry. Won't be in class. Half of that email was pretty accurate, though. <laughs> Even though the other half was hacker. Hacker knew. <laughs> hacker knew some things, huh? <laughs> Hi, teacher. I won't be in class today. I actually have to stick my finger into a person's human chest in order to touch their heart to start it up again. Also, I'm static shock. <laughs> Hi, teacher. Um, I got a prank call that uh, my fridge was running and I better go catch it. And I need to use my uh, static shock. I'm, I'm static shock, by the way. I don't know if you knew this. I don't know if I've introduced myself yet. Uh, I got to use my static powers to uh, uh, halt my fridge. Hi, teacher. A fuse went out, so I went to go change it, and it blew out the entire grid for the city. Um, also, I'm static shock. I won't be in class today. Also, you probably aren't getting this because the grid is down. Thank you, anyways. Hi, teacher. I won't be in class today because I uh, touched a metal uh, like handrail going down into the subway and killed 14 other people touching it. <laughs> I won't be in class today. I have to help a train uh, run its course. And by that, I mean I have to hang out the back and hold the rail and conduct electricity. I, um, I'm static shock. and <laughs> this is... Hi, uh, teacher. I won't be able to come to class. I tried giving my echidna a bath and it died immediately. So the funeral service will be at 930 when class is usually being held. I'm sorry. Hi, teacher. <laughs> Hey, Teach. Uh, I'm sorry, I won't be in class today. Uh, my friend asked me to go fly kites with him. I touched. He had a key on his kite for some reason. I touched it. And it's produced lightning, and now he killed him standing. Yeah, yeah, I don't he know. Thinks that he invented electricity, and like I, I think if anybody invented electricity, it would be me. 
Um, and sorry, that sounds weird before introducing myself. Hi, I'm Static Shock. Hi, also, I'm Static Shock. I signed the contract in blood, you and know now it. I'm being hunted. Yeah. <laughs> boy, oh boy. All right, so uh, this is the end where I open the door formally and say, Git. How did you open the door? <laughs> Git. Git. Git on. How did you open the door? Out of Zane's apartment. Sparking uh, sparks. Uh, I'm not Static Shock. I'm <gasps> Riley. Croft. How the hell did you get in my house, Riley? All right, get, 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 get. <laughs> out, out, out. All thirty-eight of you, right now. All I can't right. believe. Thank it. you. This has been our podcast. Don't um, forget your gift bags on the way out. It's filled with. It's all, all of the gift bags are filled with loose change and not so loose change. <laughs> loose change, copper and... <laughs> wire, and half-used batteries. Um, yeah. Hey guys, this. this Don't forget has been to really take all time. of your all of your supplies. You know how they have caddy baskets when you get on rides. Zane, Don't you are so bad at, at just fridge. telling. You're so bad at just telling the people to get out of your dang house. Stop! Stop making a formality out don't of forget, it. Don't forget, uh, everybody. Don't forget to get out of my house. <laughs> okay, thank you. This is the end of our podcast. Um, <laughs> my name is Will. My name is Zane. This has been Save Your Bacon, guys. Uh, take it easy for the next week until we see you next. And uh, if it's easy, take it twice. Mm-hmm.